I noticed one thing. Uh, well, I noticed a lot while I was gone, but um, one thing I really noticed was how much I missed my, my church family while I was away. So it's good to be back. Um, yeah, I'm going to share a little bit. Um, yeah, first about lecture phase, which is the, the first three months um, of my time away, uh, where I spent in Maui. Um, and from pictures and stuff, people are like, oh, yeah, struggling for Jesus in Maui. How hard. But uh, really, uh, that was where the most hard work was actually done. And so, yeah, so I'm just going to show some pictures. Uh, this is the house that we stayed at uh, for the three months. Um, Okay, so the first little thing, um, our first few days when we got to Maui, uh, we went to opening night, and we were introduced uh, by, of course, the story of Exodus, and uh, we were given a sheet of paper that told us what we were allowed to bring, and we were gone for, we didn't know how long, uh, but we were leaving the next day at five in the morning, and uh, all we were allowed to bring was the clothes we were wearing, one change of clothes, and your camera. So we didn't really know where we were going, but we ended up uh, camping out actually on a cliff that was right on the ocean. So it was really incredible, but it was hard because, uh, yeah, we didn't really have anything else. So um, just a few little pictures from my trip. It was really awesome. And like I said, there was actually struggling moments. The pictures don't say it, but there was. Um, okay, so this... Um, Two weeks into, uh, into lecture phase, we had a time to pray about where we were going to go for outreach. Uh, the four locations were uh, Indonesia, Bangladesh, Nepal, and China. And I really thought before I left that I was going to actually be going to Nepal. But when I prayed about it and they had had the names on the board, uh, Bangladesh really stood out to me. And I really felt when I went to go out and pray that the Lord was calling me to Bangladesh. So um, I got to go to Bangladesh. That's where I was going. So this is um, our girls right before we left at 4 in the morning on December 9th. Um, and I was really, really excited to go to Bangladesh. I, I really felt that that's where the Lord was calling me. And I thought it was going to be a really great experience. Um, but two weeks before we left, I actually had a ridiculous fear come over me. And I truly believed that I wasn't actually going to be coming home from Bangladesh. Um, I didn't know why, but um, I did really feel like the, the enemy was attacking what the Lord had for me there. So um, anyways, this was Bangladesh. Um, before we got there, we had to put on our sour kameezas, which is what I'm wearing now. Uh, this is what the people of Bangladesh wear, the women there wear. Um, yeah, and it's, it's been a part of their culture since, yeah, right from the beginning. Um, this is basically exactly what it was like when we stepped off the plane. Um, everyone stares at you, because for most of uh, Bangladeshi people, uh, they've never seen white people before, so we were always stared at. Um, okay, so, uh, like I said, um, the first little while uh, that we were there, I did still have this fear over me, um, and it didn't help that the first two weeks that we were there, we actually weren't allowed to leave our apartment because of the violence that was there from all of the elections and all of the political things that were going on. Um, the only place we were allowed to go was this park, um, which was just a block away, 
And it was there that I had my first opportunity to share the gospel with someone. Um, it was actually a younger guy, probably around my age. Um, and I thought it was going to be a really awesome experience, but it turned out to be really scary. Um, and it was then that I said, Lord, I'm not doing this. I, I'm not sharing the gospel again. I am too scared. Like, I thought that it was going to change when I got here, and it didn't. It got worse, and so I just didn't want to do it. Um, this is just a little bit of a glimpse of what the population is like in Bangladesh, and it's like this all the time. There are people everywhere. Um, so the first place that we ended up traveling was uh, to Kulna, which is the uh, second largest city in Bangladesh. Um, and of course, it wasn't until after some of the rioting and all of the violence and those things had uh, calmed down. It was a 12-hour bus ride there. Um, and this is a family, uh, Pastor Probier and his wife Cecilia and their daughter Jishpa, who we stayed with. Um, we stayed in this house. This is our bedroom, the girls' bedroom. We were here for three and a half weeks. And this was actually a time where um, I really, really got to know the Lord. Um, it was a time where he had basically just told me that this was time that I got to spend with him. And I mean, I really thought going on outreach was going to be just like doing mission work and being out with people, but it was in this time that, um, yeah, I really, really got to know him, and I dug deep in my Bible and actually finished my Bible uh, while we were here, so I read through the whole thing, and that was really, really awesome. Um, during that time, we were there for Christmas, and we got to wear Cecilia's uh, sharis, which is what all the girls are wearing there. Um, okay, so... We went to the Shinderman Forest, which is a national forest. Uh, it took us three hours to get there. And when we first got there, there were monkeys everywhere. And I remember being told from the Jang family that monkeys aren't kind, but I thought that they were super cute. So I got off of the boat, and there were, uh, like I said, tons of monkeys everywhere. And some of the girls were too afraid to, to start walking. And I was like, guys, it's not a big deal. Like, just, just walk through. And as soon as I walked through, a monkey attacked me. <laughs> It literally jumped on my back and was like hissing at me. It was terrifying. So, lesson learned, they're cute, but they're not friendly. <laughs> um, okay, so, um, when we had traveled back from the forest, um, we stopped at a brothel. It was the biggest brothel in Bangladesh. And that was uh, something really different for me. Um, the atmosphere was really, yeah, really strange. Um, so we were able to just be with the women, and um, it was hard because not a lot of them spoke English. Um, but actually, the day after, we got to go to um, a Mother Teresa house and a house uh, called Rosie's, which is a Christian home. And um, this lady, Rosie, goes to these brothels and takes all of the little girls that are born there and brings them into a girl's home. So we got to go there and just... Um, yeah, hang out with them and share the love of the Lord with them. Um, and yeah, just uh, dance and sing. And it was, it was really, it was really, really good. So, um, okay, also one other thing that I want to mention about Kulna. Uh, the pastor that I showed you in previous pictures had come up to us one night. And he is a man who likes to surprise people. So he came up with this basket of we didn't know what, and he came up and said, try, because he doesn't speak very good English, so all he said was try. And we were like, well, what is it? Like, what are you trying to feed us? And he was like, meat. So all we got was meat, and we were like, well, what kind of meat? And he said, meat. 
And so we found out later that it was rat. So we got to try rat, and it was really good. And I know that sounds gross, but um, I, re I realized that anything deep fried is really good. And basically... <laughs> Yeah, we also got to try uh, cobra and eel while we were there, too. And eel is really not good. Um, but anyways, like I said, um, yeah, getting to know the Lord in that time was, was really important for me. And I had started to question why I was there because I hadn't really seen a lot of things. I didn't know what I was doing there. And um, something really struck me. Um, First Chronicles 16 uh, 25 says, uh, For great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. He is to be feared above all gods. For all the gods of the nation are idols, but the Lord made the heavens. Splendor and majesty are before him, strength and joy in his dwelling place. Ascribe to the Lord, O families of nations. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory due his name. And so what I'd really noticed was, the Lord is deserving of my time. He is worthy of my time. He is worthy of this nation of Bangladesh. And so everything that I was doing, I, I mean, I really felt like um, I had dedicated it to the Lord, and I was then doing it for the Lord. Um, and yeah, he richly blessed our team. Um, so anyways, we went to, uh, back to Dhaka after that. Uh, we did a lot of university ministry, um, and it was in that time, actually, that the Lord presented an opportunity for me to share the gospel again, uh, which I was really afraid to do. Um, but, sorry. So yeah, this is the university. Um, and it was actually the time where uh, I was talking to a few people, and three out of the four people actually came to know Christ and accepted him. So it was incredible. Like, the Lord was just doing so, so much work there. And even though I was afraid, giving it to him was, like, the most incredible thing that I, I could have done, really, because he, like I said, richly blessed me. Um, and another look just kind of at a village here. Um, we did a lot of preschool uh, preschool ministry in this village. Um, we got the chance to, uh, actually, I got the chance to work at a clinic, which was amazing with uh, women that were pregnant. Um, and the last little story I want to leave off here is, in this village, uh, my most memorable moment was with a lady who was 70. Her name was Boho. I think I actually have a picture. Yeah, this is the lady. Um, and one of our, our teammates, Parker, was uh, sharing the gospel in this home. And I noticed her in the corner crying. And I have never felt the presence of the Lord so strong in anywhere that I've ever been. Um, and immediately I felt I need to go and pray for this lady. But fear of man was still kind of taken, had kind of still taken over my life. So I was like, nope, I'm not going to go. Um, and as I was leaving, she specifically reached out for me. And as soon as I touched her, I started crying. And I was just given in that moment I was just given time to um to pray for her to just hold her and pray for her and I I knew I mean she's a she was a Hindu lady but I knew uh that the Lord was calling her and it was yeah it was a, an incredible experience um but anyways I actually have a video that I'm going to really quickly leave off with but um yeah thank you guys and I just want to say too um I appreciate everyone's prayers um there I know there was a lot of families that were praying for me um I needed it and I knew that I had your prayer because of yeah just all the things that the Lord blessed me with so I thank you guys but yeah <laughs>